Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in to the Ancient Millennial Podcast. I'm Vishal and today we have with us Kunal Garg, who is the founder of Emiron Technologies. They do some phenomenal work in electric mobility and the industry 4.0 space. The question that bothers a lot of us is that we don't see a lot of electric automobile options when cars or two-wheelers. And I understand that uh, limited options are there because of constraints on the policy front, on the front that it takes a lot of time to create new solutions for the market. But what is the real, re- real reason here? Yeah, first of all, Vishal, thank you for having me on the podcast. And uh, start with, I will say, and uh, like to, to give you a big, uh, bit of context here uh, to, to our audience here as well, that uh, electric vehicles are not new, actually. So if you see one of the, like, the first vehicles out there in the market in 1835s, 1850s, are actually electric vehicle itself. And a lot of companies like Porsche, Mercedes and all, their, their first vehicle was actually electric. And a lot of bets were made during, during the 20th century, early 20th century as well, on electric vehicles. But there was not a, a feasible commercial battery technology out there that could have made it you know, uh, possible for mass adoption. And that was one of the reasons why electric, uh, the, there was a fall of electric vehicle during the uh, better half of the last century. But uh, from the last decade or something, uh, the battery technology, particularly the lithium-ion batteries, have shown tremendous potential that they can be used for electric vehicles. And mm-hmm. uh, if you see over the, you know, why, why, why we are sitting in 2020 and talking about electric vehicles, why, why this was a, this was a very decade-old to- topic, right? So why is right. why is it so? The major reason mm-hmm. is the lithium-ion batteries were very expensive; that they were not feasible for uh, feasible for mass adoption. And during the last 10 years itself, the, the prices of lithium-ion batteries have fallen by 60%. And it is predicted over the last, next three years, the prices will further fall by 50 to 60% more. So obviously, the, the battery technology is now at a level that can make electric vehicles possible for mass adoption, A. B, mm-hmm. this is one of the reasons. Second major important reason is the most of the automobile companies out there, they have, uh, you know, huge investments in their uh, plans for their combustion vehicles. And it's not easy for them to migrate uh, overnight from combustion vehicles to electric vehicles because all that investment will have its own depreciation and these companies will want that investment to give their ROI and then shift towards uh, a new technology, right? That is one of the reasons why Tesla has been able to you know, surpass all of these other incumbent automobile companies because Tesla didn't have any baggage of combustion vehicles or investment or investment in machinery equipments and plants of combustion vehicles. So that is mm-hmm. one of the reasons. But I think the all all companies uh, currently are taking efforts to get into it because it makes more sense. Electric uh, makes more economic sense from both the customer's point of view and from the company's point of view. Uh, uh, and it has an edge over combustion engine. So sooner or later, we will see many more options coming coming in. Okay, okay. No, that, 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 that's put some, that puts some light at the end of the tunnel that we will do uh, see some options coming in. And, you know, it'll, it'll get more affordable as we go forward. That, 
that I have my fingers crossed on that one for sure. Uh, what I also want to understand from you is that with with petroleum, with the oil industry being the you know be backing the car industry right now, uh, we see there's this term that goes around called the petro dollar, which basically means uh, the the domination of the currency dollar in the world uh, thanks to their the the US hold over oil and all all the the whole network the whole nexus of oil uh, owned corporations and countries that we hear do you see a similar thing because you said that lithium iron has become cheaper so if you could if you could make us understand how how does that value chain unfold going forward will it follow the same path as petrol did as petroleum did or will it follow its own path and we will see someone dominating it and or we will see you know it being available for mass use without any issues yeah so i think vishal here to uh, give my two cents here so if you see uh, there is a lot of research going around on battery technology now right and lithium ion has been the most promising till now and all industries all companies within the industry have now starting putting bets on lithium ion itself so it is very evident now that lithium ion is going to stay is is it, it's going to stay here for another decade for sure till the time some other technology becomes more feasible and more affordable and become commercialized mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that said uh, that's a very very good analogy there you know ki the lithium is literally going to replace oil if you see right right mm-hmm. now your your vehicles run from oil right fossil fuels right mm-hmm. so now the your vehicle is going to run by electricity and what mm-hmm. is going to hold that store that electricity store that energy is going to be a lithium ion cell right so mm-hmm. that is why if you see where if you see globally the lithium ore africa is a country where lithium ore is an abundant right and over the last 10 years if you see a lot of companies have started shifting their bases towards africa there has been a lot of geopolitical interest in africa uh, africa ge- geography as well right mm-hmm. okay so i think yes uh, uh, so there is a geopolitical shift right and a lot of companies setting up their shops in africa and it is going to become a new hub and but there is going to be a proper transition period uh it's not an overnight adoption that is going to happen but uh i guess what what important here is like lithium is probably a literal new oil that is going to come around in the future okay so so we can say that lithium is going to be the new oil <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> a lot of things have been said regarding data that is on a different perspective but if you see literally in a little sense i i i agree lithium is going to be the new oil at least for the next 10 years yeah. okay 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 on on that funny note i have another question which i i i think a lot of people miss is that when we look at electric cars we think we are we are they're sold on the premise that it is sustainable it is safe for the planet you are doing your bit to make sure that your carbon footprint in the world goes down and you end up making the planet safer and better for the future generations but i think a lot of including me a lot of people miss that the electricity that is being used to charge that electric vehicle where i have that quote and quote is coming from a non renewable source of energy usually it is coal which is which is the most uh, prominent 
So in that value chain, I don't, I don't see it as, as sustainable, if I may call it. I'm not, I'm, I'm not an expert on that. So what, what do you think? Is, is it sus- on the sustainability front, what do you think? Yeah, I think the sustainability front, it has two, two ends to it. One is how electricity is being generated, right? And the second is how we are using it, right? So, okay. So from the climate change perspective, right, if we, if we try to answer this, Right. So it is mm-hmm. very uh, evident that your electric vehicles are going to be more safe, safer for the environment because they are not mm-hmm. generating any, they are not burning fossil fuel at the end of the day. Right. So right. that is for sure. Yes. But this has to complete the energy cycle has to complete it full cycle. The, okay. the electricity that you will be using, right to charge mm-hmm. your batteries and further to drive your vehicles, right? That okay. electricity right now is being generated, mostly generated by, by non-renewable sources of energy, right? So that is where right. the problem is. So till the time that cycle, this cycle is complete, till the time we have sufficient renewable sources of energies out there, right? Mm-hmm. Till the time the industry will actually not pick up. So if you see over the 10 years, we have been, you know, seeing from the from the consumer point of view, we have been seeing a lot being talk about electric mobility, electric vehicles. But at the same time, your renewable energy, renewable sources of energy are also going to go in hand in hand. And okay. I, I, I particularly feel that over the last 10 years, a lot of initiatives and a lot of, uh, you know, things have happened on this front as well. So if you see, mm-hmm. if you see India itself, India is one of the biggest uh, producer of solar energy, right? And there are big companies coming up, focusing on renewable sources of energy. So I think okay. the the point you are raising is very very valid, right? Mm-hmm. Both the things have to go hand in hand. Then only mm-hmm. you are actually you know protecting, uh, you know you you are safeguarding the climate because there is no okay. point driving an electric vehicle while you are generating the electricity <laughs> to drive that yeah. using by burning fossil fuels so yeah yeah okay okay no insightful super insightful and like you like you mentioned you know since this is also an ecosystem challenge and you, you mentioned in your, in the in the first half as well that you know uh, the ecosystem has to evolve for electric mobility uh, to become rampant and and you know mass cars become available mass two wheelers become uh, become available uh, for yeah. everybody uh, yeah. so would you would you would you have some view on the challenges that the ecosystem sees as of today as we speak right now and you know what are the measures that uh, let's say who, who are the stakeholders the the first one that comes to my mind is obviously the government has to take some initiative to make it more uh, rampant and make it more massy but what in the if you could shed some light on the ecosystem and the, and shed and you know give us some color on what, who are the stakeholders and what do they need to do to make sure that we get to a stage where every one of us is is driving an electric or riding an electric vehicle and even for pr- public transport it is all electric and we end yeah. up you know saving the environment simultaneously yeah, yeah. so uh, vishal here the stakeholders are many right and rightly, you rightly said one of the major stakeholders regarding in the entire value chain is the government, right? And which I particularly feel that over the last four to five years, uh, Indian government has been taking some initiatives on these lines. But the mm-hmm. industry is not going to pick up till the time government takes some major initiative, 
right the okay. the challenges which currently are from the customer's point of view is the customer would happily won't want to buy uh, an electric vehicle because from the economic point of view you drive a car how you drive uh, a car it cost you around 5 to 6 rupees per per, uh, per kilometer if you drive a petrol car but if yeah. you car if you drive an electric vehicle it will cost you under 1 rupee so from from mm-hmm. economic point of view it makes perfect sense seeing india being a price sensitive market but mm-hmm. the the biggest you know skepticism that the people have right now particularly not having enough charging infrastructure right mm-hmm. the major problem that i see in india is that the way the residential places and real estate is uh, set up in india it's so mm-hmm. crowded that it will not be feasible for people to charge their electric vehicles at their home right mm-hmm. people okay. don't have like most indians don't have garage at, at their home right so it will okay. be very okay. difficult to charge an electric vehicle most mm-hmm. people park their car almost 100 meters away from their home right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that is going to be a big challenge and uh, mm-hmm. that's why people are very skepticism about there not being enough charging infrastructure and mm-hmm. then the companies who are supposed to set up charging infrastructure they are like it is going to be a huge investment because there are not ve- enough vehicles flying in the road right now electric vehicles that can mm-hmm. make the economic business model feasible for the charging infrastructure so okay. i guess and the charging infrastructure that is required like you say petrol pumps like you know and how petrol pumps are there the similar sort of infrastructure yeah. would be required for charging yeah. your vehicles so yeah, other, otherwise otherwise the we, otherwise we hear this challenge you know uh, that <laughs> this first world challenge of range anxiety i was pretty shocked when yeah, i heard yeah. this yeah. yeah go on sorry so so uh so this sort of infrastructure i think is not feasible for a private company to set up right so mm-hmm. and most of this infrastructure i believe is going to be set up by psus public you know service units mm-hmm. like you know indian oil and you know the government itself so a lot of funding would be required from the government end to set up this nation level of charging infrastructure and then i guess we will be able to see enough of the uh electric vehicles being uh, you know penetrated in the market this is one challenge that i'm talking about overall of the charging ecosystem which people in the industry say is more of a chicken egg problem between the charging okay. station and the vehicle yeah. right yeah the second challenge which i feel in india particularly is the the if you see the again the the value chain itself of the entire electric vehicle right so mm-hmm. the end, at the end of the it the the commodity that one will be trading right is going to be a unit of electricity okay right while mm-hmm. you are charging it you will take a unit you will buy a unit of electricity like we buy a liter of petrol right now right yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. there going there is need there is needed to be a sufficient and sustainable ecosystem of generating enough electricity that would be required mm-hmm. for the electric vehicles right and if we see in india there are a lot of places like uh, you know uh, except except the major cities there are a lot of places in india that do not get 24/7 electricity supply right okay. and with all these electric vehicles coming in the demand for electricity is again going to increase a lot so we have to ask a very basic question here are is the energy sector of our country ready to bear the load of electric vehicles right 
so i think an electric fp like that will be a different topic altogether talking about the problems of energy sector in india but i think mm-hmm. there are a lot of peculiar problems within the energy sector mm-hmm. that are needed to be solved and once they are done then i think it will not take much time for electric vehicles to pick up okay okay no that that that's super insightful so if i if i ask if i ask you to put a ballpark number the number of years when you yeah. know let's say a tier 1 cities will see in india tier 1 cities just tier 1 cities i'm talking about we'll see mass uh, usage of electric vehicles uh, two wheelers three wheelers and four wheelers four wheelers everybody and i i, I don't know will we see electric trucks in india uh, yeah. but when you see in tier 1 cities the the common man the common person starts using uh, electric yeah. vehicles so i will say uh, the entire industry of electric mobility is mm-hmm. uh, currently in 2000 setting in 2020 is at a pre flipkart time of e-commerce okay. right and uh, i think we are 5 years from now the industry is going to boom like the e-commerce did in 2014 i will say right okay. and uh, the starting point in the industry is going to be the two wheelers and three wheelers right mm-hmm. three wheelers particularly are going to be driven by the startups uh, the likes of you know swiggy zomato flipkart amazon because you know they are going to use electric vehicles for their logistic purposes right delivering mm-hmm. their packages to the user because it makes much more sense to use electric vehicles than combustion vehicles for from the uh, unit economics point of view Okay. Right. So we are okay. going to see the first mover in the entire mm-hmm. industry are going to be these startups and these logistic companies uh, okay. for the loader mm-hmm. vehicle, which we say it as the three wheelers for for logistics. The okay. second movement, which is going to be around two wheeler, which is also happening enough, the likes of Ether Energy coming in, then you know Revolt bikes launching in, mm-hmm. and a lot of you know other uh, two wheeler companies are. you know in line of launching their electric two wheelers right okay. so the next movement is going to be around two wheelers and one of the major uh, you know scheme that is launched by the government the policy that mm-hmm. is launched by the government uh, mm-hmm. recently had been that they have made the the selling of electric vehicles without batteries as legal right so these companies now can sell electric vehicles without batteries and uh, i will like to remind everyone that you know batteries are one of the major cost in the entire okay. electric vehicle the 60 okay. to 70% of the entire electric vehicle is actually battery cost so now automobile companies can actually say sell their electric vehicles without batteries and then customer can actually rent out these batteries on per charge basis or weekly or monthly basis from other you know rental companies that will come up with time for you know renting out batteries right so this will make the entire economic model and the entire pricing of electric vehicles much more feasible right and this is going to be majorly around two wheelers right so the next movement is going to be two wheelers and then okay. eventually i think in 3 to 4 years time your four year four wheelers will get starting penetrated because if we see uh, two to three companies have already launched their four wheeler a lot of companies are in hindsight working on uh, on their uh, four wheelers as, as their r&d right now 
and uh, mm-hmm. we will see a lot of uh, four wheelers also coming up in two, four to five years of time but the next five years particularly are majorly going to be around two wheelers and three wheelers okay okay no that 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 timeline is super helpful i think it it gives us a, a view so that you know i think uh, we may we make our decisions around this development that we that we will see in the years to as years unfold we will see this development happening interesting yeah. um and any and, and any parting comments on on you know how emiron is helping uh, this ecosystem what are you doing okay so as part of emiron we as i told we feel electric mobility is still in a very nascent stage in india right mm-hmm. and uh, the industry is very new and i think it will uh, it will evolve with time and it is still 4 to 5 years uh, from now that the pivotal point of the industry will come in right and uh, so what we are trying to do with emiron is that you know the electric mobility will require a so like will require a various sort of technologies uh, to to get it penetrated enough in the market so what we are trying at emiron is building a suite of technologies for electric mobility that can make the businesses and customers to you know adopt electric mobility at a faster pace to fast line the adoption of electric mobility interesting so, interesting so we are developing various technologies from you know battery swapping stations to charging stations to software solutions for fleet management of electric mobility right to to tracking of vehicles right okay. so so we we are building a suite of products and and mm-hmm. that can make the businesses who are thinking of moving to electric mobility much faster and as a parting note i will say that uh, the overall overall outlook is very positive the government has been taking initiatives uh, very good initiatives actually over the last 3 to 4 years and i am very positive that the industry is you know defined you know definite to pick up very soon interesting yeah. i just i i i just closing remarks i just i just can't wait to get my hands on what you are developing in an electric vehicle yeah so thanks yeah. so much gunal nice talking uh, to you thank, thank you, you so yeah, thank you vishal for having me on board and let's have let's wait for the electric future out there yeah, yeah. <laughs>